Graceful Podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians, past, present and future of the Awabakal land which we record our podcast on. This podcast may contain triggering content for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everyone, I'm Sarah. And I'm Georgie and you're listening to the Disgraceful Podcast. We're here to discuss all things Tinder. And that Tinder kind of sucks. Kind of? I think it just sucks. <laughs> Alright, but firstly, let's hear our disgraces of the week. Georgie, why don't you take it away? I, my disgrace happened today, but I woke up hungover. And for I st- the first recording, that's good. It's <laughs> yeah. A, it's a good start to the podcast. Great start. I still have a headache. I think it's on brand at least. It's on brand. I um kind of had a whole bottle of wine last night. And just by yourself? Just, well, I was in, with company, but I was, I drank the bottle by myself. Oh, so they, <laughs> the company was just there? The company was just there. It and was, did they have a drink? Or? Yeah, but probably not as much as me. Oh. I just kept getting refills. I was a. Were, you, were they refilling you? Or yes, you they were refilling me. They were like, let's get a drunk. <laughs> no, I don't think it was that bad. No, because I couldn't be bothered to get up. So I was like, oh, he's like, oh, I'm getting up. And I was like, can you refill me? He's like, how much do you refill? And I was like, surprise me. And he filled me up a little bit. And I was like, now I know I'm too tipsy since he's telling me to slow down. <laughs> that is. Embarrassing. It is embarrassing. But at least I just like that you... You know what? You're actually dedicated to the podcast. Yeah. I appreciate that you were like, I know what our brand is. Yeah. And I'm going to ensure that the first episode... I'm hungover. Yeah. Yeah. I love that for you. Thank you. What's your disgrace? Well, my disgrace of the week is... You know on Instagram now how they've kind of brought reels into your feed unnecessarily? I... Yeah. 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 But... I don't know about you, or if I've been doing something fucked up, but I've been getting porn. So do I. I hate it. I, it gives me the ick, especially when I'm out in public. I don't know about you. And you're, like, scrolling down, and you're, like, um, I didn't... Literally, I, I don't, don't follow this I porn. always block them, and then go block any other user. Yeah, okay. And they keep coming up, and they'll just be, like, a girl getting bounced on her back, <laughs> yeah. and she's getting fucked, and I'm yeah. just here, like, I'm... Or it's, like... I'm at work. I'm not even meant to be on Instagram. Oh, my gosh. Security camera's picking Sarah up on porn at work. Oh, my God. Oh, that's problematic. It's just as bad as unsolicited, disc, like, dick pics. I'm like, I didn't ask for that. That's an interesting... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in some ways, I definitely agree with that, like... Mm. I, th- I mean, but I'm also, like, freeing the nip, but also, like, I don't want actual porn. There's a difference, I feel yeah. like, between porn and freeing the nip. I, yeah, because obviously I'm, I follow a lot of, you know, like, feminist pages and stuff like that where we talk about equality and all that kind of thing. That's one thing, and especially when it's, like, going around freeing the nips, and then on another wavelength is the It's, whole like, literally OnlyFans content literally. in your feed. You're in public. You're, you know... I'm at the doctors. The tra- oh, and on the train the other day to going out to town, I'm like, oh, yeah, now I look like a creep. Yeah, exactly. No, well... Yeah, that's great. I think they are both pretty disgraceful. Mm. And you know what else is disgraceful? What? Tinder. <laughs> I would like to preface this episode as it's coming from two girls who constantly... Download Tinder, delete Tinder, mm. download Tinder, delete it, and yeah. it's a 
Forever cycle. It, it is a forever cycle. I literally deleted it this morning. Oh, I literally downloaded it this morning. <laughs> but I really thought I'm going to get into the research for this episode. Yeah. And download it. And I said, I want out. <laughs> Tinder is the most popular online dating app. It holds 72% of the market share of all dating apps. Um, so there's 75 million users worldwide. Oh, we're two. Well, I'm no, I'm no longer. You're one. I'm one. <laughs> You're one. And it concerns me when I hear that figure and I'm like, damn, I am alone. <laughs> there's plenty of fish in the sea. This episode's about Tinder, not plenty of fish. <laughs> Jesus. And we're sponsored to you by plenty, <laughs> plenty of, of fish. fish. No, I'm kidding. Um... So, it's the most popular online dating app. It was founded in 2012. And we're here today to say, 10 years on, it fucking sucks. It, it, it literally does. But is it designed to suck? Is it, That's a question. Like, you know. I feel like you've just spoiled the... Oh. <laughs> it's spoiled it's the punchline. Are you, you've spoiled the punchline of the episode. <laughs> Babe, is it designed to suck? I'm designed to suck dick. <laughs> <laughs> Tinder is designed to allow Georgie to suck dick. Might I say, off the record, <laughs> I sucked dick really good last night. <laughs> Are you channeling me? Yeah, I was. <laughs> that in the squirt. <laughs> tell, I'd love you to tell everyone about your intrusive thought after squirting last night. <laughs> So I squirted last night for the first time ever. That is a round of applause. Round of applause. I'm so happy. Um, and then I was like, fuck yeah, I've got it. And then all I could think about, because my phone wasn't anywhere near me, was that I wanted to message you. But why? To tell you that I squirted. It's beautiful. All I can think of is you. We don't need to know why that. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to share that. Um, yes. <laughs> So, um, now let's, I want to go over some reasons why Tinder sucks. Yep. 61% of Tinder conversations are three messages or less. Mm, I see that. Oh, 100%. I, the first guy I messaged today, I'd say it was probably four, four messages. Mm. We broke outside of the three messages. The three, wow. Before he unmatched me. <laughs> You're not in the 61%, babe. <laughs> but I did get unmatched yeah. because I took too long to reply after he wrote, I'm just here for fun. Because they're so impatient. Because it is like swipe, swipe, swipe. You know what I mean? It's just an impatient. Yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry I didn't reply within enough time. It was also, we hadn't even, you know, we hadn't even gone to that part of the conversation where you're like, so, what are you here for? Following on from that, out of a hundred of the conversations, only two to three will result in a phone number or social media exchange. What's your go-to? Well, it used to be just I'd let them pick. Yeah, okay. I'd be like, you, because I, I felt like it helped me gauge if they're what they've told me yeah. versus what they actually want. Yeah, no, I agree with you. But from now on, I've decided jumping back on Tinder now is that I'm just going to tell people I don't have Snapchat. Yeah. I'm like, because as soon as you get on Snapchat, what, it, what do they want? They just, as soon as they get on there, they're like grabbing their package or their little delivery. I don't get, I don't, can't tell you the last time I got an unsolicited dick pic and it's been amazing. The detox has just been great. Dick I've pics. definitely received one this week. Oh my gosh. How is that not your disgrace of the week? I think, you know what the concerning thing is? I get 
I've gotten that many over my years. It doesn't concern you. I just rolled my eyes, and I know, like I don't. I'm not happy about it, but do you just it doesn't do you open even it, not reply? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, it doesn't even. It's not that it doesn't bother me, but it doesn't even radar in my brain that hard to be a concern. Cause I'm like, oh, here's another dickhead. Mm. I remember though. Do you remember the first unsolicited dick pic you got? Because I remember mine. I don't remember mine. I do. I oh, was, I was. I innocent. do. I was innocent, little fifteen-year-old. Same. And I was How talking was to he? this guy. Same age. Mine was like he was like four years older than me. Isn't yeah. that so? Ill. It's kind of gnarly. That's but, statutory. Mm, I was oh, fourteen. And oh, he was eighteen. Oh, oh, or over eighteen. No, so I remember I was 15 years old, I was talking to this boy that I had met on a cruise. Cute. Yeah, it was a cute. Um, <laughs> until he was like flirting with me and stuff and I was like, oh my god, he was so hot. I had the, I had the hottest room, obviously. Mm. And then I'm just sitting in my bed chatting to him on Snapchat. Very, I was very innocent. Get a dick pic. I literally went to the toilet and vomited. Did you actually? Yeah. <laughs> I got so physically ill by the fact that I had received a dick pic, unsolicited dick pic, that I was shaking. I went to the toilet and threw up. I literally threw up. And then, I, then like, probably like 15 minutes later, my mum calls me for dinner. And I literally was just like, you know when you're not hungry and you feel sick and you just kind of spin the food around your plate? Yeah, like a, a dramatic little child. Yeah, I literally was like that. I was like, at that point in time, I, feminism hadn't hit my radar as heavily as it has now. Yeah, but in the but same token. I was like, did I, is this my fault? Did I flirt too hard? Like, you know, I was, again, very innocent. Like, yeah. I was like, what did I do? Like, I was disgusted. I hadn't seen a pee-pee in that context before. <laughs> Sorry, penis. I just I think I just reverted back to the child self in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> the trauma. The trauma is hitting me so hard oh, right dear. now. Oh dear, that out of your life, please. But yeah, so that was my first time receiving a dick pic. <laughs> I've got a fun fact. One-fourth of respondents said that they have been ghosted in the past. And one-fifth say they do ghost. What's your thoughts on ghosting? I hate ghosting. Have I committed the crime of ghosting, though? I have. Me too. Yeah. What I'm saying is, as much as I hate it being done to me, I'm not going to pretend like I haven't done it. I think if I care about the person, I care about being ghosted. Um, I was actually having this conversation last night with said person that was watching me get drunk, um, about ghosting. He was like, don't ghost me. And I was like, well, don't ghost... I won't ghost you if you don't ghost me. And we're like, yeah. I, unless I care about the person, Oh, don't yeah, ghost I'm not me. saying, like, it bothers me but every also, time. general respect. Just tell me you don't like me. Be like, this has been real, but... Hashtag we out. Be hashtag like, be real. Hashtag be out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, hashtag... Respect. <laughs> Hashtag respect. <laughs> and then I would just, you know, let the sleeping dogs lie. I'm not, like, I think it's interesting, as, like, a lot of the research we did says, ghosting's becoming prevalent in our society because of the fact that we are moving, dating from meeting someone in a bar yeah. or at the grocery store. I don't know. And I think we've moved away from that model of meeting people, the majority of society has, 
you know, sure, you might meet someone at uni and stuff, but I feel like people feel safer on Tinder because at least you know the other people there who, like, like you back. Yeah. Actually, obviously have some kind of interest than if you met someone at uni, you know, you got that whole high school crush thing happening of going, do they, do they like me or are they just being friendly? Yeah, because you never know. Yeah, but I think realistically the issue with why this is causing ghosting is because say you meet someone at uni you guys are in a group of friends and you meet each other if things don't work out you're forced to see that person again <laughs> like and yeah. if you ghost or did something you know dicky like say we met at uni and i we started seeing each other mm. and then i suddenly go no nah, i'm not interested just ghosted you out of nowhere you can't do that you, one, can't do that because you'll see each other again. But yeah. number two, you're going to be on the outs with the friend group because you've done the wrong thing to someone in the friend group. It's going to cause yeah, issues. it's just going to cause so many issues. There, there's, so, there's social repercussions. Yeah. Well, Tinder, you can do whatever the hell you want. You can just, yeah, over, you know, Snapchat or whatever once you've gotten off Tinder. Send a dick pic and no send, one's going to know. Yeah. Send None a, of your friends. That's what I mean. You are very correct on that point because, you know, you could send someone a dick pic and then neck in it. You can just ghost them, or you ghost the person that sent you the pic because you're like, I don't want to, I'm not interested. Yeah, but you like, don't even need to say that. that guy don't... I was seeing. Oh yes. Yeah, there was a guy I was seeing, and I I really liked him. He was a really good egg, minus everything else. Yeah, minus basically his whole personality. Yeah, <laughs> and he we think so we're getting serious. Ghosts me basically, and then says sorry, something's happening in my life. I need to. Tap out. Yeah. I said, cool. And then we got back in contact a few months later. He was like, no, we're going to give this a proper go. We need to text. We need to be adults. Like, I want to give this a good go. Saw each other like three times that week. Organised to go to my law ball together. Mm. At the end of that week, I never heard from him again. I did go Mm. a little psycho. Yeah, but I feel like you had... I feel like I took out all my anger of life. Yeah. And even those messages weren't that crazy. To be fair, who cares because he ghosted you anyway. And now he can live with the fact that, you know, I don't know. (laughs) He ghosted a podcast host. (laughs) But anyway, if, you know, you meet your true love on Tinder, delete the app, like potentially what I've done. Yeah, delete the app. Oh, so sorry. Um, (laughs) It's the person you true love now. Oh my god. No comment. Ne- and never use it again, then Tinder's business model would be less successful, would you say? They just rely on, you know, your I mean, yes, 100%. It's not, you know, they need single people <laughs> to keep coming back to the app. So yeah, I see what you're saying. It's not like eHarmony and stuff, which, God, if any of us use eHarmony, we'd be roasted into the next. Dimension. Yeah. Can you imagine if I came up to my friend group and be like, hey, I just actually got eHarmony. I'm just picturing if I came up to the group and be like, I met this really great guy on eHarmony in our age range. You'd get slapped. Oh, literally. They'd be like, babe, that's embarrassing. But who's on eHarmony? It's usually more old, like older people. Like not old, old, but like 40s, like they've had a divorce. Yeah. Well, my auntie, she uses Tinder. My auntie uses eHarmony. Oh. And she's met really nice guys. Maybe I'll get my auntie onto it. No, but 
Because the problem is, right, Tinder, you put a couple of pictures in, yeah. they've now got those interest things, which are some of the most weirdest categories. It's like beach tennis, some of them are or something. Or beach volleyball, maybe. That makes, that makes more sense. Beach, beach volleyball. volleyball. <laughs> Silly goose. And they're like, yeah, based on those interests and your quick swiping, what well, eHarmony matches you to people with what you actually like, much more detailed. Like, that's how originally online dating started. Like, mm. it, it was originally started to be something that would actually be successful. Yeah. And using, like, eHarmony's ads back in the day were all those, like, successful couples. Yeah. Remember I that? remember that on TV. And they'd be like, they're happy together, blah, blah, blah. And they run ran based on that other people's successes yeah. would draw more users in, mm. you know, by having detail. Like, they wanted success stories because it was a paid subscription. Well, Tinder is free. I mean, excluding all the stupid add-ons. And by the way, I'm just going to be straight here. If you have to pay for add-ons... That's sad. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Anytime I see someone, like, come up with, like, a super like, I'm like, this dude's had to pay to be able to super like. I'm pretty sure you get one super like. They don't do that anymore. Oh, I see. I haven't been on in months. Oh, I got on this morning, so... Yeah. I've refreshed myself ready. See, I'm not refreshed. I didn't know. You. Oh. No, that's... You have to fully pay for them now. So anytime I see a super like come up, I'm like, it is going to be some ugly... Motherfucker who's wasted ten dollars on this super like. I don't know how much they cost, but, but do you think that's part of the problem? What you just said, quote unquote. It's <laughs> 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 gonna be something. I mean, ugly. but that's the thing. That's the thing. Yes, the problem is that Tinder is so superficial. Like I'm not. I call it say an ugly motherfucker, mm. right? Anyone who's seeing the visuals of this, yes. I am not that attractive. What? I think you're so hot. Okay, this isn't the point. But what? So imagine me finding someone uglier than me. They are um, the guys that super like. And I understand your point is that's the problem. Yes, it is like a photo medium, which is part of the issue. Right? Mm. But if you're using Tinder, that's all you have to go off. So if I see some really ugly dude yeah. super like me, I'm like, oh, you just wasted a super like on me. We did want to talk about this idea of the slot machine effect or the gamification of Tinder, mm. of love, of dating. And I think it's such an interesting concept that they've literally tapped in to how addictive it is when you use a slot machine or a gambling machine, poker machine, whatever you want to call it. As you tap that button, you know at some point there's going to be a reward. Right? And that is a match. And on Tinder, that's a match. But um, in a casino, you know, you're on the pokies. I say casino like we don't just all do it at the pub. Yeah, literally. <laughs> the casino. Right? You know that there's a potential for there to be a reward. Mm. You know at some point, if you keep slapping away, you're going to win money. Whether it's good money or not. Or like five cents. <laughs> you're going to have a win of some kind. Right? Mm. Tinder has literally done the same thing with the swipe. The hot or not of the app. Yeah. You know, at some point, you're going to swipe yes. If you keep swiping yes, someone's going to go, match, bing, bing, bing. And for you, that's the jackpot, you know. And that unpredictableness of it, literally in the chemicals in your brain, the dopamine that comes from it, Mm. is what makes Tinder addictive. And it's why you and I go through cycles of deleting, re-downloading, delete, re-download. Yeah. I've taken... I think I took two months off Tinder. Good for you, babe. It was really good. I liked it. And I felt 
this week it didn't feel like an impulse. Because, you know, mm. I feel like we often turn Was to... Was it an up. impulse? I think... No, I've thought about it for the last week and a bit. Yeah, you have. And then me pushing you over the edge. Yeah, and then Georgie's found her one true love, apparently. <laughs> so that pushed me over the edge because I said, I'm going to be out here in this world alone. Oh, no. And I'm not okay with it. I've, I've, no, no, no. That... I'm a strong, independent woman. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't think... I, I, I couldn't tell you at this current stage whether it was my only one true love, but um, hey, we actually conveniently met off Tinder. Tinder, has, Tinder sponsor us. We'll change our verdict. We'll, we'll, we'll do another episode and be like, we love Tinder, actually. Yeah. If they yeah, if they would like to slide into the DMs. Slide into the slot machines. Slide into our slot machines, please, Tinder. No, I think... It's just, I know this isn't that crazy a concept. Mm. But I just find it so interesting that literally... Every part of our lives can be something for someone else else to earn money off. Yeah. Like, one of our most basic needs, the desire, whether you want to go down to the desire to have sex or to have love or companionship, all that. And I know it's really not that crazy a concept, but in my head, I'm always just like, wow, you're able to prey on us all because, none, you know, as much as we're happy to be independent women. Yeah. You know... None of us, realistically, we'd like to find a partner. It would be nice. I literally, at the start of the year, thought I was going to die alone. You are. Probably still so it's will. okay. Yeah, probably still I'm will. happy you... It's okay. Thank you. I'll, um, I'll be there with you, though. But if t- Tinder reaches out, maybe I won't die alone. I say that. Why I think I... you need Eden Harmony to reach out for... <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm, I'm well satisfied at the moment. Thank you. With the Satisfied Pro. <laughs> <laughs> no, back to my other point before. I feel like Tinder also really preys on you when you're, you know, I love the concept in, what was that book that I borrowed off you? Women Don't Owe You Pretty. In Yeah, in Women Don't Owe You Pretty, she talks about that feeling on a Sunday, and it's usually a Sunday. Yeah. When you're feeling a bit lonely, you know, maybe you're hungover from the weekend, or, you know, you got the scaries ready for work to start back up, and you know what, you want a little bit of a, a little snuggle, a little... Feeling a little lonely. You want some like want company. Some, some company. Yeah. And that's when Tinder and all the dating apps get the most re-downloads and the most uses on a Sunday. Yeah. Because you've got the Sunday scaries. <laughs> You're hoping, you know, even though it's it's gonna give you that hit of dopamine, that hit of companionship that you need. And so I think it's really important when you go to download an app like that. Think. Think. It, yeah. Is it? Are you downloading it because? You'd like to get back out there. You'd like to have some fun. You'd like to meet someone, whatever it is. Or in that moment, are you feeling lonely and you're acting on an urge? Because if you're acting on an urge... Don't do it. It's not going to make you feel good. No. It might feel it for a little bit. It's just feeling the void in that moment. But even then, it often doesn't end up feeling good. No. It gives you that hit of dopamine for a hot sec. And then you get your first... I want to fuck... Or some dicky comment. Oh, and then you're like, oh, and why then do I do this? Why do I do this to myself? Yeah. 100%. And I think that's really important with learning to be with yourself and not relying on these apps because Definitely. these apps aren't built to find you love or find you someone. They're built for you to spend time on them so they can earn money. Yeah. I mean... And, in, you know, and we all know it's the same with Instagram. Those 
Instagram, TikTok, all of that have a negative bias on them. Yeah. Because they know that will keep you scrolling. And Tinder's the same. If you're not getting the matches you want, your profile, you don't feel like it's getting pushed enough, you're going to put money into Tinder because you're going to go boost my account, super likes, give me more swipes, whatever it is, to try and fix that thing that you feel like is not working. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with you. It's just... I, I, I just get repulsed now, like, thinking about swiping, which I have for a long time. I literally don't know the last time I swiped, and it wasn't that long ago, but I think I swiped, like, three people, and then I was like, I'm over this. I do like when you re-download Tinder, though. They only show you, like, the hottest people. <laughs> and I was like, damn. Damn. No, um, I think when I... I think the conversations that I've had on Tinder lately, I think it's... Going back back on the point of is it filling a void? What are you on there for? If you're on there for a reason that you feel quite strongly about, let's say you are going on for a bit of fun, but you know that, or you are going on there to find a date, I think what you get out of it is often better. What do you mean? Like meaning... That dopamine? No, um, I'm talking about like in terms of I did a few swipes and I think I matched with just like a few people... And the conversations that I had with, I mean, not all of them, as we know, but some of them were actually pretty, like, decent conversations that was like, you know what? I like your, like, I like your vibe. I'd love to hang out with you. And then you're going to act on it more. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I just, I think maybe the advice that can be given, and, like, we'll go through some more... Um, of the research we found. Before we do a recap of advice. Yeah, but I just kind of want to say that, yeah, if you, before downloading and before jumping on that impulse. I did the same this year and it has felt really good. Yeah, and like I feel like I jump back on there now and like I don't want to. Yeah, I feel like I look and I'm like, I feel more clear about when I'm going on there, I'm going in with intention. Yes. Rather than to numb. Yes, that's what I was saying before. I know it probably got lost in translation. But that's what I mean is when you go in with the right intentions, you'll often, you'll be more direct. Oh, and you're more likely to have success. And I you're might, you. yeah, then you're going to have more success. I so, just thought you meant it's, yeah, I completely No, no yeah, you the mark. But yeah, that's exactly what I was, yeah. If you go in with the right intentions, your conversations will be more direct about what you want. And, that and I kind think it's been okay to ask and say what you yeah. want. I know, like, we say it all the time, you know, together in our personal lives, that we feel like, especially because we're quite loud women, Yes. we often feel like we want to shrink ourselves down into, you know, that saying of shrinking yourself into a box or not trying to fill up too much of a room. Yeah. And I'm a Leo. I, I love filling the room. That's also true. Anyway. <laughs> Um, in order to appease, you know, men and other people. But in the end, you're the one that loses. You may lose matches and men in the short term, but in the long term, the people that do hang around are going to be better quality, even if it is just hookups. Because I hate the fact that men get on Tinder and get hookups and think they can do whatever they want, be disrespectful. I use Tinder as um, Uber for a second. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I mean. But the disrespect. It was like, oh, I didn't finish. All right, cool. One night, uh, I think I had already matched with this person on Tinder and we're talking on Snapchat, I think. 
or something like that. Um, and I was he actually out with Sarah. Still. Yeah, he, hits he me doesn't up. hit me up. They I literally he was, above. He's literally not my match, but he would hit me up. He hit me up like last week. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I was there. He knew I was there. Yeah, was, he's we dropped Sarah off at my house, <laughs> and then <laughs> I we went had to bed. yep, and then we had car sex, and it was horrendous. <laughs> so. Um, they kind of, there was a heap of research, and again, we will be linking all our research in the show notes, yep. so, um, if you want to see where we got any of it from, want to read a bit more, definitely really interesting. Um, but psychologist Barry Schwoz describes Tinder as having an issue with choice overload, and I think that's a really interesting concept, because mm-hmm. a lot of people believe, like, a lot of the research is showing that if there is too many choices... People just won't make a decision. Yeah. And I 100% you see that all the time. You'll have these guys taking girls out on dates. And they can't commit to anything because there's just too much choice. Is that where you're going with that? Yeah. Yeah, I, like, that's what I was thinking. Like, they think there's going to be a greener grass. Like, there was a study related to jam, which is a weird way, weird topic. But anyway, apparently they looked at, like, if you put 30 versus 4 to 6 types of jams on the shelf... The people that were shopping with the four to six types of jam that they could pick from yeah, ended up a lot more satisfied than the ones that had 30 to pick from because everyone was like, but what if I had chosen this? And it's jam. There's I would be stuck there. I would make a decision. I probably wouldn't. I'd walk away. I Now, in my research, I saw probably one of the funniest quotes in a news article of my life. Yeah. It's not that funny, but I thought it was pretty good. So, I'm going to read it word for word, that it, as it was in, I think it was the Sydney Herald, this one. But again, show notes. Mm. Alex, 23. It's basically a hot or not game. The hot get liked and the others get the flick. I use it to pick up. It's easier to click and type than it is to talk in a loud bar. So it's the way society's going. I hate Alex. <laughs> No, you hate Alex, 23. <laughs> uh, yeah, who tells a similar story. Uh, no, I, I, I wish I could flick him. Oh, you wanted him to flick you? <laughs> no. no, look, I know Alex in most ways isn't wrong. Yes, no. it is basically a giant game of hot or not. Mm. Yes, it's the way society's gone, going, gone, I'd say. Yeah. But just the way he says it. The hot get liked, and the others get the flick. Yeah, I just think his comments... I understand that this doesn't necessarily have to be a male opinion. No, I just think that Alex, 23, talking to a reporter that he knew was going to take his quote and put it somewhere, feeling okay to be this abrasive, even though his points are reasonably true, mm. but the abrasive and aggression of it really, to me, highlights the way men view women the way men view tinder and how they can use it and i i am like i've said i'm all for fun i'm all about it but i think people are forgetting respect it i feel like it knocks our standards down just a little bit because i'm used to i was used to that used to like what is it pump and dump pump and dump well i think talking about pump and dump it's an interesting comment another comment i'd like to kind of discuss yeah um was Melinda Reist, Reist? I need Reist. to start saying people's names. 
Um, she's a social commentator and I read one of her a piece in one of the articles and she was arguing that, and this is a quote, women are being taught to be sexual service stations for men. Yeah, that's, I feel like Tinder really, like, fuels the fire to that. I, yeah, and I think, I mean, I don't know if we want to say women are being taught that. No. I don't feel okay with that, but however, I feel men treat women, or feel they can treat women like sexual service stations, pump and dump. Yeah, and I think it is just the culture that Tinder has created. In that kind of yeah. way. I'm and not that saying there is someone there always ready on demand when you want it. Literally, because I could jump on Tinder right now, get a match, and be like, are you free tonight? And 10 out of 10, they'd probably be like, yes. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? Root and boot. There's another one. <laughs> Root and boot. Root and boot. Root and boot at surf station. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. No, I just think it's a really interesting comment. I don't know. I've just never heard it put sexual service stations. It's really resonated with me. Yeah, it has. Like, again, and this isn't us shitting on anyone that wants to have fun. No. We're more looking at the larger culture this has created in terms of the treatment, you know, and that women get on Tinder or any of those apps, like, and feel they can't say, hey, you know what, I actually want more than fun because, you know, you're probably not even going to get your foot in the door with 90% of the men if you say you want something more than fun. Yeah. And even I go, if a guy says to me, you know, I'm looking for something more serious. I always think in my head, what? There's got to be something wrong with you. Like, <laughs> what's your defect? Oh, my God. Yeah, I, yeah. I hate that question that Tinder people do, you know. I think I, I like it. I'm pretty straightforward. I go, I'm down for whatever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I did. Because I was did, like, did, no, when I said that. I'm a up woman nowadays. <laughs> When I say that I'm down for whatever, in my head it goes, if it's just casual sex, it's just casual sex. If it leads to more, it leads to more, but I don't want to put the pressure just on myself. It's not really about the man, but I don't want to put the pressure. So that's that's my stand on it. 100%. I'm like, I'm down for whatever, i.e. if it's just casual, slay. Slay queen. However... I, and I want to get into probably the final bit of information we're going to bring to this episode. Yeah. Um, and it's probably, it's quite horrifying. I have no other, I don't even know how to word, word this, but it, it, it probably, it was a bit of a shock to the system. I don't even say it was a shock to the system. I don't even know if it was. It was more just seeing that there's data on it now. Yeah. It's kind of something you suspect. It's kind of something that you're aware of, but then when you get oh God, slapped... Oh, it sounds like we're revealing some kind of... Yeah. Let me just get into it. So, in a 2019 survey by ProRepublica and Columbia Journalism Investigations of 1,200 women who said they had used an online dating platform in the past 15 years, more than one-third of women said they were sexually assaulted by someone they had met through a dating app. And of these women, so of the one-third... More than half said they were raped. I kind of want to let that one sink in because I feel like one third of women, so 33% of women that get on a dating app are getting sexually assaulted by someone they meet on there. That sexual aggression, yeah. that feeling that men have a right to a woman's body, if, if they're on a dating app, you know, there's some studies that kind of look at that men 
that women should be able to dress sexually or however they like, but they believe men use this as a sign going, well, this person's, you know, dressed provocatively, meaning they're open to sex. And I should be able to... When, and that's problematic, and I'm not agreeing with it. I know you don't But I, I feel like if we take that concept and turn into people being on Tinder, or whether pe- guys who are predators are getting on... It, there's so many facets. But you don't know... You genuinely... Unless you swipe to someone that you haven't met in person because, you know, you go to uni with them or something like that, you don't know them. Well, I think the thing is, it's not even about not knowing them because if you're meeting someone on Tinder... They're probably not sexually assaulting you straight away. Yeah. Because majority of sexual assaults, I don't have the statistic on me, are from someone you know. Yeah. Or you know of you know. It's not a stranger on the street. No. And so I believe, you know, those people that are performing, performing, are committing sexual assaults. Yeah. Maybe they're finding Tinder as a really easy way. To find targets? Victims? Yeah. Yeah. most women know this but I want to say you know this is a reminder online dating is the way things are nowadays yeah so I'm not saying don't do it because like I said I downloaded tinder this morning but if you're meeting up with someone for the first time I don't care how embarrassing it is you need to find that friend so Georgie is usually my friend you're mine you're under dad in my contacts yeah you need to find that friend that you can put because I don't have my snapchat location on for anyone but Georgie you need to have that friend that doesn't even matter if you're going out with someone you're feeling embarrassed about, whatever, the non-judgment friend. Yep, that's me. And you need to text them, I'm leaving, have your location on, and text them when you're home safe, and if you can during it, give them an update. Yeah. You know, even if you're starting to get a bad vibe, you know, Crime Junkie says it doesn't matter how rude you are. Yeah. It's not about being polite, it's about being safe, and if you're getting a bad vibe, your gut instinct is usually right. Yeah. And if you feel, for example, awkward, I know, as you just said, it's not about... Yeah. Yeah. Have your it's... friend in your phone as dad. Yeah. And so then if I message Sarah going, like, help or blah, 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 Sarah would call me and be like, sorry, my dad's calling. And then I'd pick up. She'd be like, I quote, unquote, are you okay? Or like, and then I'd be like, oh, my dad needs me home now. Or something like that. Yeah. Come with something that you guys both know is the way you do it, whether yeah. it's a code word... Whatever you guys come up with and ensure you have that safety in place because it is just so important. It is. Now, I don't want to end on this sad note because it is truly heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, So I think we just want to kind of do a wrap up and be like... Tinder sucks. Yeah. I don't even think it kind of sucks. It just sucks. Yeah, I agree. whatever little dopamine and whatever it cortisol or whatever it does in the brain yeah it's got us all hooked it does it's the way society's heading it's addiction (laughs) and you know i think it's just important if you are going to use tinder to go in it with intention yeah i yeah with purpose love it and that you're not using it in that moment when you're needing to dull or fill a void or an urge that, and if you need something to numb it because, you know, truly it is too much, Tinder isn't going to give you what you want from it. You know, you're going to feel worse from it long term. Yeah. So call your best friend. Have a chat. Watch a video. Do something for yourself. 
sometimes learning to sit in that feeling is going to have a lot healthier... You're going to have a lot healthier, a lot... Yeah. A lot better time on Tinder. Because I know... Not that I want to talk about my ex, but when I met my ex on there... Yeah. um, At that time, you know, we had met because I was on there with intention. Yeah. I was able to meet him because at the time he presented... We can get into a story about him another time, but as the time he presented as a very good, honest bloke, you yeah. know, and I, they were the kind of matches I was getting. First, when I'm feeling lonely, and then I let whatever trash on the street. Yes, literally, I'm like, doors open, bitches, come on in. <laughs> Treat yourself. If men aren't going to respect you, if people aren't going to use Tinder with respect, respect your damn self. Respect yourself, yeah. Yeah. Well, we want to say thank you for listening. Yes. It's been great having a bit of a chat, meeting meeting everyone. You guys meeting us. <laughs> We're excited to come back next week. We are excited. <laughs> next week's episode is going to be it's an gonna interesting happen. one. It's going to happen. It's going to happen, and it's an interesting topic, so stay tuned for that. Um, like, subscribe, all that, and we'll see you next week. Yeah. And don't, don't forget, forget, be disgraceful. disgraceful.